welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Acts 5 tells us a story of how, after Jesus' resurrection and according to his instructions, the apostles were teaching in the temple. Naturally, the Sadducees and Pharisees were indignant, sent their security guards to capture them, put them in jail, which caused the high priest Annas and Caiaphas think they'd scored some points. But the angel of the Lord came by night, opened the prison doors, brought them forth, and said, Go, stand, and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. That same morning, the chief priests gave orders for the apostles to be brought before them. There was a pompous assembling of all the great men at early morning, and their dignified waiting until their underlings brought in the culprits. See Annas put on his severest air of majesty, and all be prepared to look their sternest, to humiliate and intimidate the prisoners. But behold, the officers come back alone, and their report shakes the assembly out of its dignity. One sees the astonished underlings coming up to the prison and finding all in order, the sentries patrolling, the doors locked, and then entering to drag out the prisoners and finding everybody gone. Such elaborate guard over an empty cage. Then comes the news that these obstinate fanatics are at their old work in the temple, and that must have been a shock to many a long-bearded Pharisee. But they didn't hesitate to send officers to the temple to capture them again, haul Peter before them, practice their best of threats and perverted logic to stop what they chose to present as heresy, although their real reason, as the scripture reveals, was for their presentless pursuit of innocent Christians was simple, everyday jealousy. So now the apostles are again before the Sanhedrin, but we can imagine it was a Sanhedrin a bit more flustered than it had been when it thought it had absolute control over these fishermen and tax collectors whom they saw as having been brainwashed by the Galilean magician. But the apostles, through the power of the Spirit, were equal to and masters of the situation. The brave twelve went willingly, for the Sanhedrin had no terrors for them, and by going they got another opportunity to wring out their Lord's salvation. A Christian should be ready to go wherever he can witness for Christ. Anna said nothing to them about the jailbreak. He limited his charge to disobedience to the Sanhedrin's prohibition against preaching Jesus. How like his kind! Never mind whether what the martyr says is true or not, He's broken our law and defied our authority. Are we to be dissecting logic and arguing with every ignorant upstart who chooses to rant his heresies? Gag him. That's easier and more dignified. In reality, the Sanhedrin's quarrel with the apostles was based on their fear the apostles could excite the populace against them for the murder of Jesus. So, in its attempt to browbeat the accused, in its empty airs of authority, in its utter indifference to the truth involved, in its contempt for the preachers and their message, in its brazen denial of responsibility, its dread of the mob, and its disregard of the far-off divine judgment, Annas' bullying speech is a type of how persecutors, from governors on down, have hectored their victims. Peter's brave answer is, thank God, that which martyrs without number have used to answer their oppressors through the ages and will until time shall end. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than men. The angel had told them to speak. The council had told them to be mute. As men of conscience, having been pertinent witnesses, 
both of the miraculous nature and the holy doctrine of Jesus' ministry, they could not be true to themselves and obey the human command. That was a great moment in human history and of the world and of the church. It was a seed of Martin Luther's, Here I Stand, I Can Do No Other, God Help Me. It was a reason for Plymouth Rock and the self-evident truths in the American Constitution. It is the battle cry of the church. It is yet what you and I should hold in our own hearts today. And by the way, have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.